I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I'm in a European car chase and I'm just driving fast. There's it's 1982. And I'm on the other 1982. It's great. It's great. That that might be uh we might have to Keep keep going from that one. I think we might switch it up to a little bit more of a, a rock and roll vibe next time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Next time we're looking we're looking at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to go on mute because every time it starts, I just want to laugh. It cracks it makes me up. Happy. It makes yeah. me So that was from a a, a a a fan of the show. We've embraced it. We rolled with it, and now we've got uh, next week. Another, it's going to have more of a, like a Rolling Stones, kind of a dirty, I'm, I'm digging it. We're experimenting. As we, as we go, we're experimenting. We got a great show. We got, uh, we got uh, uh, Kung Fu Rick behind the controls, steering the, the Starship Loftus party down the 1982 <laughs> <Starship> Autobahn. <laughs> we got uh, the Liberty Gimlet, a.k.a. Gypsy. Uh, over there somewhere in front of a massive storm. So if a to- if you hear a tornado sound and suddenly we lose the gypsy, you know what happened. And Rick will jump in and cover for me. Yes. I'm <laughs> playing somewhere the over the rainbow. <laughs> yeah, but you got to do the ukulele version. That's a that's a that's a classic. We're not going to go we're not going to go Judy Garland. It's not a drag show. We're going to go giant Samoan with a ukulele. <laughs> Giant Samoan with the ukulele. That's great. <laughs> That's always fantastic. The big, the the. I'm I'm a I'm a big uh, fan of the gentle giant with the ukulele. Where he's like, where his hand is bigger than the actual instrument. You know. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like cartoonish. It's like yep. something from a Warner Brothers car- cartoon. Okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna. I'm I'm in a very silly mood. I can tell. So I gotta I gotta pump the brakes <laughs> on that. I gotta pump the brakes because we gotta we gotta get to some news and then we gotta get get to some uh, show business stuff to round out the show. Lots going on in show business. Uh, lots going on with uh, the website and the the Facebook page and 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 YouTube and Fox and Friends and blah 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 blah. blah. But I want to get I want to get to the the heart of the matter, the big uh, the elephant in the room in terms of politics, which is the IG yes. report. The IG report, which. Uh, is hilarious to me. Uh, not the IG report, but the, the reaction to it. If if you watch, we're watching two different movies. America is oh, watching two completely different movies. It's like half of us huh? are are watching Jaws, right? <laughs> right. And we're terrified. And the mm-hmm. other half uh, is watching what was that uh, cartoon with the tar- the talking shark, where it was just uh, it was like Hanna Barbera. I can't remember. I don't remember the, the name the of the lovable it. shark that would hang yeah, out right? with the kids and help them solve crimes. Right. That's that's where we are. That's that's where we are. So hopefully we can find the comedic balance in the IG report. There's there's some things uh, to me that are just so shocking. I can't I can't get the the the, the struck page stuff. That, I, I need still, to know how struck even has a job. 
I, I do not know. How does this dude still have a job? When you look at that, and I'm, I'm going to paraphrase a lot, so don't send, so don't send me angry messages on Facebook. When she's <laughs> like, he's not, he's not going to become president, is he? And uh, Struck's like, no, we won't let it happen. We'll stop him. Like, stop everything. Like, that's, to me, what? that's the end of the report. That's the end of the report. Well, and, and, you know, the other thing I loved, right, because this is always very interesting to watch, the full IG report drops, and within 30 seconds, there's an op-ed in the New York Times. Oh, it was, like, uh... Just, like, seriously, guys? Seriously? This is, that this was is not insanely, it's insanely insulting how stupid they think we are. It, it really it, it insults your intelligence when you've got the okay. So the IG report's going to come out in two weeks. Did you hear that, everybody? Two weeks. Two weeks. Prepare your responses. You have two weeks. If uh, <laughs> if you're in New York and you want to sue the president, have have that on standby because it's going to be in two weeks. Uh, prepare prepare your rebuttals and, and, and so everyone's ready. And then just magically, mystically, on the same day, the IG report comes out. What this? The New York's going to sue the Trump Foundation. They've done some boogity boogities down there, and it's bad. It's, uh, it's, oh, uh, it's just, it's madness. It's maddening. Uh, well, and, and I, I don't what know I, what I read. To do other than make fun. Well, and I think what I read, the people who are mentioned in the IG report get to review it before Congress does. Yes. Hello. <laughs> it's just. It, it, there's what? no. I can understand, like if it's if it's a trial, uh, and you're the defense attorney, and you're like, okay, the the, the prosecution's going to talk about that TV set in the room. And you're like, oh, they're going to talk about the TV set, uh, you know. But that's all you know. That's all the details. Like, oh, they're going to bring that into evidence. But it, it, with the IG report, they're like, hey, hey, you're mentioned here, uh, and so is this. So you guys have a look at this. Uh, take some time. Come up with an excuse. Huddle up. Uh, make sure you're all, all your stories are straight, and then uh, in about two weeks, uh, we're gonna let this go. So it's just, it's horrible. And here, and I tell you, here's the other thing that 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 conservatives and the pundits have to stop doing. They have to don't don't Trey Gowdy this stuff. You gotta stop doing this whole. Oh, when the IG report comes out, then it's really going to hit the fan. Oh, when we do the Benghazi hearings, then it's really going to hit the fan. Oh, when we talk to Hillary about her emails, then it's really going to hit the fan. Stop telling me. Stop. You're, you're, uh, you're destroying your fan base. You get everybody all, all worked up, and then uh, everybody has a plausible excuse, somewhat deniability. The mainstream media plays get you know plays along, and then it just looks like and then when you do have something like hardcore, like start going no, we'll stop them. We, we have an insurance policy. Andy wants to know everything we're doing. All of that stuff. Uh, it, it takes away. It takes away the bombastic. We should all we should all discover it together. You know, right. don't get me all worked up. Well, they, and I mean, they blue balls you know. is what they do. <laughs> and then you got, you know, John Favs, John Favreau. Oh, well, those text messages, no worse than stuff we put on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. So two senior FBI agents who are in charge of the two investigations related to the two potential presidential candidates should be discussing that like some randos on Twitter. Are you kidding yeah. me? And, and, are you and, kidding me? And it can't be said enough that like, Peter Strzok was in charge 
of the Hillary email investigation. He's the yeah, guy that's like, he's like, okay, um, go ahead and have a seat. We're going to ask you some questions. Um, we're not going to swear you in or anything. And you can have your friends here and they've got immunity. And don't worry, it's all just going to be, we've got a picnic lunch. There's uh, bubbly water and flat water. There's some tuna salad. Uh, just just tell us about the yoga and the wedding emails. Uh, and then I'm going to go make sweet, sweet love uh, to, 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 to Lisa Page. Because she's, ooh, I just, I'm a big fan of hers. I just got to get all up in that. So uh, the emails, was there a problem? You say no? Okay, moving on. Got to stop Trump now. Got to stop him. We got an insurance policy. Man, Andy, Andy wants to know what we're doing. I got an insurance policy. He will never become president. I'm in charge. It's just, you, it's unbelievable. Oh my God, did you see that one exchange? And I don't think it was between Paige and Strzok. I think it was an email format about the interrogation of her, her IT guy, Brian, I can't remember his last name, that ended up, you know, that they were basically saying, oh, he did just fine. He lied his butt off. It's... I'm like, I'm like, are you kidding me? Then they give him immunity and then he tells the truth and that's not a problem. What about, what about this dude lying to investigators? What what, what, what about the Pakistani dudes? What about the Pakistani dudes who were trying to flee the country and moving money around and working for the DNC? What, it's just. And had access to all kinds of congressional information even after they were fired? Yeah, and I. Oh my God! It's it is uh, painfully obvious, and this and this is what so can't stand. Obvious. This is what what I don't think can keep going on. It's the the, the blatant. It's just completely blatant that uh, there's two sets of laws. There's just two oh, sets yeah. of laws. Absolutely. Because now you got the the IG report. Listen, you guys ch- chime in chime in on Facebook. Uh, we can talk about this till the cows come home. Oh, yeah. uh, I just, it, it's just so, uh, it's like you, it's like going to the prom with a really hot chick because they tell you, oh man, and, and you've been in love with this chick and you can't wait to go to prom and you're all fired up and then you get back to the hotel room and oh my gosh, uh, she stuffs her bra and <laughs> it's, and there's there's weird bumps on her skin and her breath oh, is and you're like and, and her breath is bad. You're like, oh, this was gonna be a magical the IG report was gonna be a magical night at the prom. But now uh there's there's weird smells and her hair's janked up. And you're just like, oh what am God. I doing? What am I doing? Now you're still gonna get laid. <laughs> there's, or there's in this still, case screwed. Well, yeah, you still got the <laughs> you got the struck page aspect of it. There's still right. <laughs> There's still something at the heart of the matter, but it's not going to be the experience you wanted. It's not going to be. Oh, my gosh. So uh, when she was the attorney for McCabe, if I'm not mistaken, it's it's so we talked about this a few weeks ago. uh, And I invite everybody just go back and and look at uh, uh, Cheryl Atkinson. She's got it on her Twitter. Uh, yep. She's got a giant thread. It's just the giant, giant timeline. Just the time. If you just, uh, I'm not about circumstantial evidence for, but a yeah, lot I, of people, a lot of people are in jail for circumstantial evidence. And if you just look at the timeline of events, it is mm-hmm. so jacked up. And it's to me, we have uh, the Department of Justice and we have the FBI who actively don't want uh, a. Uh, a candidate to win the presidency 
and they're mm-hmm. doing everything they can to stop him. And they're- no one's going to get in trouble. No one. I mark my words. And if, and if they do get in trouble, it's going to be you're fired from the FBI. That's it. That's it. I just can't believe that the IG recommended charges for McCabe and has not recommended charges in this at all. Mm. I can believe it. I mean, that, and that's the sad part. That's that's the thing that like uh, is fuel to my fire because you see it happening and you're like, this is just like it's patently ridiculous. It's just it's completely uh, beyond the scope. The, there, there's some fun stuff that's happening. It's fun to watch everybody throw Comey under the bus. And well, that's right. where where uh, once I'm a man of means and have access to like giant editing bays, just the the, the, the comedy of it all. The comedy mm-hmm. of it all. I just want to go back and forth. I want to go to uh, Joe and Mika or, or some of the people on MSNBC just uh, gently lapping uh, Comey's uh, balls when he has his book out. And they're like, oh, la, 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 la. that's delicious. Oh, la, la, la. You're so smart. La, 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 la. Oh, the president's a bad guy. La, 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 la. And then now that the IG report, oh, that Comey, he ruined everything. I always hated that guy. I well, can't stand that. He, he cost Hillary I mean, the election. The sweet irony in, in all of it, to some degree, is in their desperation to cover for Hillary Clinton, they became concerned that they were going to be outed by the New York a- the New York AG office, right? Or the New York Bureau. This is a great story. So the New York Bureau finds all these emails on Anthony Weiner's laptop when yes. they're going through the child porn investigation, right? Yes. The dude there on top of it, apolitical, reported it, said, this is a problem, right? Then you call me saying, I didn't know Anthony Weiner was Uma Abedin's husband. I'm like, okay, what rock did you live under, number one? And yes. number two, so you're assuming some rando child predator had Hillary Clinton's emails, and that's not even a bigger problem? Yeah, either way you slice it. And it would appear, it would appear to me— uh, once again, but you know, uh, maybe I'm just into fiction. Uh, it's whoever was in charge of that uh, child porn case, and and and, and they boom. We got Anthony Weiner's uh, laptop. We're mm-hmm. looking for child porn. We're looking for text messages to little kids. Blah 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 blah. And they're like, holy crap! There's emails here. We better call the feds. So they bring in the feds, and they're like, okay, we were looking for child porn. We found all these emails. It's Hillary Clinton. It's Huma Abedin. This is big, you guys. And and the feds and Peter Strzok and all those guys are like, no problem. We're, we're right on top of this. And then they sat on it. But it was like a month. Long, for the yeah. longest time. And then finally, somebody in the New York office is like, hey, what's what's going on with that laptop? Like, oh, oh yeah, that's right. We're going to report on that. We're going to report on that. And that's why it was so close to the election. So, yeah. Well, uh, they were never going to do anything about it had the New York pre- – I mean, it's clear. It's that's clear what I just they said. were never yeah. going to address it. Without the new guy in New York going, hey, guys, what's up? <laughs> what are you that's, doing with this? I mean, that's why. Uh, but don't worry, America. No one's going to get in trouble. No you know, one's going to get in trouble. And they they instantly, they instantly all of the, the, the Trump Foundation, which to me, which is just insane. In, I guess, I guess the Trump Foundation took in uh, 18 million bucks mm-hmm. and, and they paid out 21 million. They still have That's a problem. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, the criminal activity. They put no their one, own money no in. One, oh my god. No one gets a salary. No one gets a salary. 
There's right. no like, hey, travel expense, office expense, any of this stuff. But uh, but obviously there's a there, there's some kind of cr- criminal activity there. And I guess the Trump family's been trying to close this thing down for years because right. like, okay, this is a giant hassle. But uh, Mr. Uh, the old uh, attorney from from New York, the guy who was into uh, BDSM, who liked to smack women around and say, call me master, you're my slave, all that stuff. That dude uh, put a lockdown on the money. So even though uh, that guy has has an axe to grind, they won't let – there's still like a million eight in this uh, foundation money that the Trump family – they can't give it away now because it's on lockdown. And then you you get the new AG uh, in, in New York who said like publicly on record that she is going to make it her life's work. To take down the Trump factory, the the Trump the Trump family, uh, she's in charge. Why? It's it's uh, it's because obviously when you take in eighteen million and you give out twenty one, uh, your foundation it's it's a criminal enterprise. And and when you're spending all that money on jets, ooh, they're not. And when you're spending all that money on office, ooh, they're not. And when you spend all that, ooh, ah, e e, yes, it is. And, and that just and, happened and- to come out the same day. And then you have the Clinton Foundation who gave away 10% of what they took in and spent like 90% on flights and parties and travel and yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, I'm confused. I'm it's, just confused. Well, it's it's disheartening and it, they must be made fun of. They must be made fun of. Oh, the whole, there's two sets. I want to I wanna follow up what happened to that, that, that uh, submarine picture guy who's suing the government. I want to know what's going on with him. Oh, I hope he wins. I hope he wins. Oh, I want him to. I want him to win huge. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, the 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 No Co Summit, the summit with Kim Jong Un. I uh, that was my that was my vlog last week. Uh, a sleep a sleep deprived uh, silly vlog. I got I got zero beef uh, with with the, the North Korean summit. I got zero beef with it. I think it's uh, it's wonderful. I like that Trump uh, tried a different tactic mm-hmm. instead of sicken. Here's and this is what I said in the vlog too. Like normally, you go back to uh, Bush Senior, you go back to Clinton and Bush Junior and Obama. <clears throat> the way this is done is you send over some diplomats, you send over a team of lawyers, and you're like, hey, we want to start talks about this. Here's what we want you to do. And then that country, their team of lawyers goes, well, we're not going to do this. We're going to do this. And you start negotiating, and it's already combative. It's already combative. And you've got a little list, and you're like, okay, no more no, no more plutonium. Don't do this, plutonium. And then like North Korea is like, okay, no more plutonium. And then they enrich uranium. Ha, ha, ha. We found loophole, and it's all about loopholes and laws, and it's technical. I, I, I think what Trump did was brilliant in terms of the loosey-goosey nature of it. He goes over – and now, granted, I'm sure the State Department did some stuff. Obviously, they laid some groundwork to, you know, have it in Singapore. But Trump's like, hey, it's simple, guy. Uh, no more nukes. How about that? And people are like, oh, that language is so loosey. That's the that's the great thing. So as soon as Kim Jong-un does anything closely related to any kind of weapon of mass destruction in terms of uh, a, a nuclear weapon, Trump can go deals off, bud. I said oh, yeah. no nukes. Well, you, you didn't specify that we couldn't. Dude, I said no nukes. You're building a nuke. You're, you're, I'm going to smack you down. But you didn't specifically. That's right. I didn't specifically. You're building a nuke. Stop. Smack. Brilliant. <laughs> well, and what I don't understand 
um, is why everybody thinks a four-hour interaction is going to yield something down to the level of detail and, and spe specificity of the Iran deal. This was literally, hey, here's four points. Now, Mike Pompeo and the, and the guys are going to come over here and talk to your people, and we're going to hammer this whole thing out. Yes. Do you and know what I like everyone this is not this is not the end, it's the beginning. Yeah. And everyone conveniently <laughs> forgets everyone conveniently forgets how many times uh Ronald Reagan met with Gorbachev. Mm-hmm. It was like a dozen. Right. So everybody just cool your jets. And I love I love how they're trying to jump on the human rights thing. Uh, there was a there was a little snippet. Uh I, I retweeted it yesterday. Like some reporter, you know, ambushing Trump outside the White House. Well, what about what about uh, what about the human rights issues? What about the human rights? And Trump's like, you know what? I'm going to go nukes first, so you and your family survive. Then I'll get to human rights. And I was like, that's the best. It's the it's the absolute best. Like, shut up. I'm going to try to make sure you don't get turned to a pile of radioactive dust. Okay, that's job one. The people in America, then then we'll go after it's it's wonderful. Well, and that's kind of what Reagan did with the USSR. He broke communism before he started, you know, worrying about the guys in the gulags. Yeah, but the, the guys, guys in the, in the gulags, gulags, the guys in the gulags knew what was going on, and it made them happy. Yeah, I mean, there's and like an you, entire right book now, about it. I want to write a Broadway musical. Okay, the guys in the gulags. The guys in the gulag. <laughs> I just think that's a great title for a Broadway show. Should and I it's have like, said dudes? I don't know. No, I like <laughs> guys in the gulags because it's a period piece, and it's about these guys, these guys who are in a gulag, uh, and they start getting the good news, and then they break into song, and then the the, the show ends with them uh, being released. But it's along the lines of uh, guys and dolls, but it's okay. uh, the guys in the gulag. Does that mean they're gonna like put their arms around each other by kicks and? There, well, no, but there no will dancing? be dance numbers. There oh. will be dance numbers, but it'll be similar in the like the way Sinatra would dance in in uh. Guys and Dolls. The way to do it. We're not going to go like full West Side Story on this, where it's very okay. questionable. Very like you watch you watch West Side Story, and you're like, you're not really in a gang, gang, are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I'm okay. I'm going down these in the list of importance here in in my mind. Uh, well, we're going to skip over Manafort for now, but I tell you what, I never thought like when they brought Manafort, uh, on, on board the, the Trump campaign, everyone I knew who knew, uh, anything about Creepy. politics, like they're <laughs> like, Ooh, that, that guy's, uh, that guy's going to be problems. He's yeah. going to be problems. He did some, he's got some shady stuff in his background. And then yep. a, the Trump campaign realized that I think he worked for the Trump campaign for like 49 days. And then they were like, yep, this dude's shady. Boop. They gave him the boot. That dude I think he is was in. only there for the con convention to to corral the delegates, honestly, because yes. he's done it in 1980. So, yeah, well, he mm -hmm. he did his job, and now he's he's in uh, trouble for st something he did 12 years ago. It's like a nightmare. It's like uh, you're in trouble for something you did 12 years ago. Say what? What? Oh, we're gonna ask you about it. Oh, I didn't do it. What? Okay, now you're in trouble for lying to the FBI. Boom, boom. Then you're out and about and you're talking to your buddy like, holy crap, the FBI is coming down on me. You don't realize that that guy's going to be called as a witness. Then the FBI is like, oop, now it's witness tampering. Like he cannot. Do not pass go. Cannot, do not collect $200. Breathe. Do he not. Can't yeah. blink. He can't do anything. And I swear to God, I bet today he did something wrong in prison. 
And he's going to get more time added to that. They're like, they're going to leave a door open and he's going to get up and be like, hey, you guys, you left this door open. And then the instant he touches the doorknob, they're like, okay, try to escape. Like he can't do Shoot him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he can't do anything. Uh, so they, they must really think that he's, he's the key to everything. Okay. All, that, uh, all, the, we would be... uh, all the breathless anticipation of Michael Cohn talking to the FBI because his lawyers left him. I just, I, 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 it's almost impossible to keep up with the number of tentacles and ways that this investigation is coming at people who are once associated with the Trump campaign. Like it, it, it's almost hard to keep up. It is. It is hard to keep up. And then the other thing is, like, it's it's a it's in a way I admire it. In a, in a way, in a weird way. Uh, seriously, <laughs> seriously, it is like a wonderful work of fiction. In that, and then it becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. You're like, okay, we don't like this Trump guy. Well, he's got he did business in Russia. Okay, so here's what we want to do, you guys. We're gonna. Uh, we're going to hire some people. Uh, the FBI is going to put some informants in there, some spies, to try to figure out if anything's going on. We're going to get this dude. Uh, we're going to hire a guy who used to be a spy in England <clears throat> to uh, to dig up some dirt. We'll pay for all of that. And and when you lose the election, w- when you're about to lose the election, you use the, the, the dirt that you paid for, the, the packet of lies, to go to the FBI to get – wiretapping and, and search warrants and all this stuff. It's this wonderful uh, and, and now Trump has to let it go. Now because the, of the Mueller probe, you have to let it go to uh, fruition. It just, it, it's mind-boggling. It's, it's you're, you've told a lie and you had the FBI investigate the lie that you got started and then when it looks like somebody's trying to stop the lie, then you can go at them for for obstruction of justice. And then when that doesn't go, it's this like this wonderful uh, wag the dog kind of. And then Trump looks like a jerk if he shuts down the investigation. It's it's brilliant. It's 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 brilliant. And I and I think if you were uh, the Clinton campaign or the DNC who really did bad stuff, like I still can't get over. Uh, you know what they did to Bernie and how it was home cooking. Now, granted, I'm I'm no fan of Bernie Sanders, but like, then you've got the Donna Brazil giving answers uh, or questions to the debates, like really shady stuff, mm-hmm. really shady stuff. But it, it doesn't matter. That's because there's two sets of laws in this country. That's because there's two sets of well, laws. At least at the highest, at the highest level. Well, that's what I need to do. Yeah, I need to get up to that high level. Uh, where I am above the law, where I'm above the law. The IRS, forget the IRS targeting conservatives. That's silly. That was just a handful of people in Cincinnati, you silly, silly. We have an insurance policy to stop Donald Trump. Stop what you're saying, silly, silly. I'm investigating Hillary's emails, but I secretly uh, love her. Silly, silly. It's just. Uh, they'd lie. They yeah, have the FBI lies to Congress on a constant basis. Silly, silly. He can't get in trouble for that. Silly. Oh, you silly Republicans and you conservatives. You just want people to go to jail because you're not fun. Okay. Uh, the immigration thing. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm over really, it. 
I'm oh my gosh. And if I see one more, and this is just makes me pure evil. This makes me pure evil, but right now I'm gonna embrace it because we got a few more minutes in this in this uh political aspect. The uh the I'm a mother. The MSNBC hosts and their texts are just or their 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 Twitter accounts are just hilarious. I know I'm a political pundit for MSNBC, but I'm a mother. And when I think about being separated from my children, <laughs> okay. So let's roll with that. So uh, you know that entering a country illegally is a crime. So you're saying you love your kids so much and you don't want to be separated from your kids so much. Don't commit a crime, you dumb bitch. Well, and I mean – uh, No, like you wouldn't go rob a bank with your kid. You wouldn't go hold up a post office with your big. You wouldn't go rob a gas station with your kid. You shouldn't try to enter a country illegally with your kid. And that is a crime. You're going to get separated. There's no expectation you all get to stick together. And that is the only place that zero tolerance is in effect. I'm hearing people, people are coming and looking for asylum and they're ripping their children. No, no, that's not how it works. If you show up at a port of entry, you are processed according to the law. If you pass between those ports of entries and try to sneak in the country, you are going to be prosecuted. And when you are prosecuted, just like in this country... If you got pulled over for drunk driving and your kids were in the car and there was no one else for them to go to, for some period of time, the state will have your children and you will be in jail. It happens every day. It happens it's happening. Every day. It's happening while we speak. Mm-hmm. But I guess. Well, and then I don't remember which network it was. I think it was NBC goes and takes this footage at this concentration camp. Right. First of all, the children all look wonderfully well taken care of. They're in light, bright facilities. There's a lot of them. Yeah. But according to the guy who, who's the, the assistant AG that's responsible for running the Texas border and doing this zero tolerance, 70 percent of those kids in that facility that were filmed were unaccompanied minors. They don't have parents here <laughs> and they don't even tell the truth. I want to play stuff like that. I want to play oh. the Motel 6 theme song right now. That <laughs> Hi, I'm Tom Baudet. Are you coming into the country illegally? Do you have children with you? Well, don't worry. The U.S. government wants to keep you all together. So come on through. And if you're dying of starvation or some coyote's trying to rape you, just uh, contact a border agent. We're going to keep the whole family together. We're going to get your room at the <laughs> Motel 6. So uh, cross the border just- illegally. Welcome aboard. We'll leave the light on for you. I actually asked that question. What would you like to do? Put them all up in hotels? <laughs> the Ramada Inn, the official inn, the official hotel of illegal immigrants. Are you, you trying to break the law by entering our country illegally? Stay at the Ramada Inn. Now with 4K TVs, flat screens in every room, free Wi-Fi, Cottonelle breakfast. I forget which chain it was in somewhere on the West Coast. Um... Motel 6, something 8, I can't remember. It was one of the number ones got in huge trouble with the government because they would tell ICE when they thought they had illegal immigrants staying there. That's, that's like, that's, that's bad. That's, that's, they would report it. That is bad. I don't, I don't know if I have a serious issue with it or not. You can't. You can't. I don't like it. That's tacky. You can't let someone like sign in and then pay for a room and go upstairs and take a shower and then call ice. That's why not? It just seems like no, no, not after you take their money. 
Not empty. I think there should be a, an expectation. That's just rude. Uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. A room room for uh, seven? Okay. I got you in a king-size bed. Is that all right? If there's an armed fugitive on loose and they walk in and the clerk knows them, they're going to let them sign in. They're going to let them pay. They're going to give them well, all their a, stuff. They're going to go to their room and go. Robber. That's a bank yeah. robber. Yeah. I well, don't know. In some, I don't know. I don't have a huge issue with it, but your take on it was kind of funny. <laughs> Thank you. I can see where you're coming from. <laughs> but um, I, uh, I have no, like, oh, I'm a mother. And if I was separated, well, if you were a mother and you're worried about staying with your kids, you also wouldn't commit a crime. It's exactly. just that simple. Holy and, and smoke. So tired. It's not a law. No. It's not a law. It's a ruling by the Ninth Circuit Court, one of the most liberal courts <laughs> in the country. Okay? Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Kung Fu Rick is shooting me texts. Uh-oh. And he's like, maybe when they check in, they want to know where ice is. <laughs> They're talking about the ice machine. <laughs> They're like, They're like uh, well, there's, uh, there's 14 of us. We need one room. Uh, where's the soda? Okay, it's right down there on the right. Where's ice? Oh, they'll they'll be here. <laughs> no, the ice machine. Okay, you were, you you were gonna say something. I saw. I'm sorry. I just thought that was hilariously fun. Donald Trump mischaracterized what is going on right now, which oh by the way went on under Obama too, um, and it was never a problem. Um, but that that this is a law and everybody this is not okay so technically you're correct yes technically you're correct let me pat you on the back it's actually a decision out of the ninth circuit one of the most liberal courts in the country that dates back to the 80s that says children may not be incarcerated with their parents to me that seems reasonable <laughs> yes and you know if you want to change the whole thing to family detention i guess is the best way to put it then repurpose the facilities, but you got to clean up the appeals on that lawsuit first. And, and, and it could be done, and I honestly don't care which way it goes. I just want 100% prosecution of people caught crossing the border illegally, period. Yeah, I saw somebody on Twitter the other day, uh, or maybe it was Facebook, saying, you want to keep everybody together? Okay, turn them right around, put them all on a bus as a family, Send and them back. ship them back. <laughs> I remember... I remember a comedian who did a very funny monologue about put them all on a Disney cruise. Like, hey, everybody, welcome to America. Uh, you you came in illegally. Sorry, you got to go back. Uh, here you go. Get on the Disney cruise. We're going to send you back to uh, South America. Okay. So uh, in light of the IG report, uh, we did uh, our Friday pole dance, which was mm -hmm. uh, after after the IG report, what's Comey's next job? We had some good ones. Uh, a lot of a lot of people thought he's just going to go be uh, an analyst for CNN or MSNBC. I actually don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I think uh, I don't they're, either. They're still... The left doesn't like him. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, Wilberto uh, wrote he's going to be on Undercover Boss, Celebrity Edition uh, <laughs> at the White the White House with the staff. Uh, Jeff Goddard wrote he's going to be a conflict of interest counselor for the DNC. <laughs> Susan Santarelli wrote in, he's going to be a co-host on The View. I, oh, God. I don't know. Jendra Golick, he's going to be George Soros' testicle cleaner. We had a lot of those. We had we had a lot of those. Uh, he's going to be doing this in jail. There was a lot of uh, Crystal, uh, I'm butchering your last name, Utech. 
U T E C H T. She says he's starting a cloak of invisibility curtains business. <laughs> I, I thought that was a. <laughs> Somebody uh, wrote uh, he's going to be a, a a hitman for the Clintons. That always cra- that always cracks me up until you look at the statistics. You look at the the crazy conspiracy uh, theories, and I love how it's like kind of a, like like a meme. It's a joke, uh, you know, on Reddit and other places. Mm-hmm. You know, like you hey don't. Don't heart attack me. Hey, don't don't suicide me with three bullets. There's there's there, if you look at the dead bodies pile pile up. Uh, Mark Milner on Facebook wrote he's going to work for Fusion GPS. Uh, um, I got Taco Bell kitchen photographer from Schultze on Twitter. I like that's that one. Hilarious. <laughs> Hot that's dog on hilarious. a stick franchise owner. <laughs> They're all Those good. Cats. They're all good. I well, love it. I, I thoroughly enjoy the fry. So so we did that on Twitter. We do it on Facebook. Uh, we do it every week. It's a lot of fun. <clears throat> I'm going to we're, we're going to kind of uh, uh, go into the uh, entertainment portion uh, of the show, the, the pop culture of it all. There is a uh, uh, oh, my gosh, uh, there's a guy named uh, Chris Hardwick. And maybe you guys uh, know him or know of him uh, kind of. In in my mind, I, I always kind of like I, I dug the idea of Chris because uh, I I did stand up with him um, a million years ago when I first got out into L.A. And this is no uh, I'm not uh, talking out of school. He wasn't he wasn't red hot. He wasn't on fire. Nor was I. You know, a lot of other people. Uh, and then he started this little podcast where he's like, screw it. Uh, I'm going to talk about what I like to talk about. And it was the Nerdist uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, wildly popular. It's turned into uh, a big uh, a production company with several shows on the air. They have other podcasts that they have on their website. <clears throat> Chris is uh, the host of a bunch of stuff. Well, he just got uh, Me Too'd. Uh, and uh, I, oh my gosh, I can't remember the name uh, of of his girlfriend. She was uh, like a cosplay. So, Christina so, so she, something? Uh, Hodge something? Maybe. I, uh, wh- whatever. And I probably shouldn't even have mentioned, uh, Chris's name. She doesn't even mention his name in her article. So this happened, uh, years ago. And this is, um, uh, it's, it's sad on every level. It's sad on every level because she's in a good spot now. So she wrote about their, their relationship and their breakup. And when you read, uh, it's in medium, if, if you want to uh, look it up. So she talks about she got into a relationship with this guy who she won't name, but everybody knows she's talking about Chris uh, Hardwick. She got into a relationship and and right out of the gate, he says, and he's 20 years older than, than, than she is. And right out of the gate, he says to her, I'm super busy. So in order to see you as much as I want to see you, I don't want you going out at night. So when I come home, you need to be here. And and she says, okay. she uh, she agrees to that. And then she goes on to complain. Well, this cost me my social life and this. Well, that that's why you should not have agreed with it. Right. And then and then he tells her, uh, evidently, when we're in the back of an Uber or we're in the back of a limo or a town car, don't speak to me. Because the limo driver, the Uber driver, they're listening. I'm a big celebrity. You know, his ego's out of control. Uh, and I don't want them to have the dirt on me. Uh, so when we're in the back of a car, don't speak to me. And she says, okay, break up with him. He's a jerk. Right. Like, uh, you, it, 
it it it, it drives me crazy. And then he's like, listen, uh, when I come home, I, I want to knock boots. And she's like, well, I'm not in the mood to knock boots all the time. He goes, listen, my old my my last relationship ended because she didn't want to knock boots when I wanted to. So here's the expectation. She says, okay, break up with him. Break up with him. Break up with him. Break up with him. Why did you stay? Why did you stay? At when when he first says, "Hey, listen, I don't want you going out with your friends." That you got to get out. So this this horrible relationship uh, goes on, and he's guilty of nothing but just being a jerk. Like he's guilty of being a jerk. He's an ass, and you shouldn't put up with that. So when they finally. Uh, she she's into she does uh, cosplay and modeling and she's an actress she's very successful so she finally meets a, a guy at an event i think she's been with with uh, chris hardwick who's be, just poor behavior just poor behavior she meets a guy and she she comes home and she tells chris she's like hey listen i met a dude i'm leaving you and he's like oh man i was going to ask you to marry me and you know just <laughs> typical dude lying well, I mean, so she said yes a, to all of his ridiculous rules. Maybe he really did want to marry her. I don't know. Exactly. So uh, she leaves him, and then that's when it get it goes bad. That's when it goes bad. Uh, so evidently, the way she presents it is he had her blacklisted. People who would always hire her for events suddenly wouldn't hire her. Her agent, ba 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 ba. So that's the crime. That's his crime. So he's gonna get. He got me tooed. He's, uh, you know, he's no longer with the Nerdist. They're taking his name off of everything. He's, uh, he's no longer a person on planet Earth. However, all of this is avoidable if she just would have said no in the beginning. Like, I don't dig. It's, uh, oh, boy. Why? Uh, I just, it's, it's, it's sad all the way around. And then now, she, well, she's, she's back to being a success, and she's uh, doing great. And so now she finally had to come clean about this uh, horrible relationship. Because she's, doing, because she's doing so well now in her personal life and her professional life, uh, now she finds, oh, I, I need closure on this. It's just every, everybody loses. Everybody well, loses. Here's my thing, and I, I, this is, why does everybody need public closure? Like, well, I, I really just didn't need to know that about your relationship. And, and I'm sorry it was rough because maybe some of his friends were like, dude, she left you because she met another guy. I mean, I, I'm sure the I met another guy wasn't they'd gone for a cup of coffee. There had to have been some discussion. So you, you in some way, shape or form cheated on him. And he got a little pissed and probably said, yeah, told a couple people, whatever. And now you're fine and you need closure. Why do we all need to hear about it? I thought I will, the same will, thing with Aziz Ansari. I never needed to read about that date. Oh, jeez. I mean, yeah, I don't. I do don't need to I mean? read about. Yeah, yeah. Like if if a guy's a jerk, and this is where it gets it, it gets really dicey. But listen, uh, there are, and I'm not saying that's what this girl did. I'm not saying what this is what Aziz uh, Ansari's girl did. Uh, the there was a girl who famously wrote an article about Quentin Tarantino wanting this girl to suck his toes. It's like, you guys, you have to realize <clears throat> there are people in Hollywood, men, men and women, they just want to be famous. They just want to be famous, and they will do almost anything to get that fame. Mm-hmm. In turn, and, and they will pretend to be attracted to people they're not really attracted to. Now, that's, it, it's kind of like an agreement. It, it's a negotiation. It's like a game of, uh, of uh, Texas Hold'em. 
And what happens is the uh, the person in power keeps raising the stakes. Uh, do this, do that, and you're like, okay, I'll do this. And then finally, when you've had enough and you want out, it's like it's not going to end well. It started poorly. It's going to end poorly. Exactly. Now, here's where I'm on. I'm on this girl's uh, side. Is and this is this is a great segue. Once uh, Hardwick starts using his power to prevent her from working. That's why she has to call him out. That's I think that's why it's the, it's the public display because he actively tried to ruin her career. That's no bueno. That's no bueno. You 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 gotta you gotta call that out where you, wherever you see it. Now here's where it gets interesting uh, for me. This is my little. It's it's amazing to me. Okay, so I've been fortunate enough to be on uh, Fox and Friends the past month and a half, two months. Occasionally, they've been calling. It's I like doing the show. I don't mind getting up early. I like talking about this kind of stuff. Everyone is warning me on Facebook, and this is and this is the kind of thing where I'm the kind of guy where it'll only make me go further. I don't. I, I know, and people have they have good hearts. People are trying to protect me, and I really, really dig it, and it 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 makes me feel good. But they're like these are people on the right who are like, "Hey, man, uh, ooh, you got to watch it. You you got to watch it because you'll be you'll be blackballed. You you won't. They'll come after your family. They'll do that. Like they're all warning me of these horrible consequences that I will suffer." If I stand up for my political beliefs, now I have buddies of mine, very funny stand-ups. Uh, you know, th- they get up and and they they rail on the president, and and they're like, uh, or or they talk about how wonderful Obama was, whatever. And ooh, that's smart, and that's that's funny, and that's topical, and they're really well learned. And then when you come up and you do a halfway joke, like uh, it was like the 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 video we put up uh, last week, where I'm like, yeah, I voted for Trump. You bet I did. And then like, boom. That'll end your career. That's I, I don't want to be the Norma Ray of this whole thing, right? Right. But like, just just for that to be common knowledge uh, should terrify everybody. Uh, then uh, it should be terrifying that like, okay, well that like black black blackballing somebody because they wouldn't have sex with you. That's that's horrible and that's got to stop. Well, blackballing somebody because they have a different political belief than you that that's that's just as horrible. We're talking about being uh, blacklisted. Mm-hmm. So it, I, I don't I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. If anything, uh, I'll just go to uh, more comedy clubs and keep doing stand up and telling my jokes. And when it's not, I say, listen up. When it's not funny and when people aren't laughing and when people aren't having a great time, then I'll stop because that's how I work. If right. it's not funny, if it's not funny, I take it out of my act. If it's funny, I keep doing it. Right. So well, uh, and not, I mean, but look at look at. You know, I'm starting to refer to this whole thing as the counterculture, right? Because what we're selling is not bad stuff. We're selling freedom. We're selling less government, more fun. We're selling, you know, the ability to have great conversation and be able to disagree without being disagreeable. Because we're yes. not we're not inherently disagreeable people, and we like to have fun. Um, you know, what we're selling is freedom of speech. You know, it's not bad stuff. And if you look at everybody who's trying to do it, and some of these people on the left, they come from the left and are going, whoa, whoa, y'all have gone too far. You've gone too far to shut people up. You need to stop shutting people up, right? Yeah. They've all had, they've all had to come at it through non-traditional channels. Do you know what I mean? 
going yeah. out doing more comedy shows, going out and, you know, doing YouTube videos and, and going on Patreon. So people who like, and like you and want you to keep making that content can help support you doing it. It's, it's like Patreon is becoming what ad agencies used to be for the mainstream media. Well, if you think oh, about it. it's just a heads up. We're, we're not, we're not far from it. We're not mm -hmm. far from Patreon. We uh, will, we'll let you know, we'll let you know on the show. Uh, but I'm not an idiot, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to like hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Exactly. Is, is, is the kind of thing. But when, when you just go on stage and go, yeah, I voted for Donald Trump. You better. And, and people are like, whoa, whoa, you better watch it guy. Like concerned friends, you better watch it. Like, okay, we've got a, we got a huge problem. We got a so, huge this, problem. I, I mean, I just, I struggle with the, you go out on stage and do that and somehow, the TV scripts you've written for years are less funny. Yeah. I, yeah. You would take a second-rate writer or producer onto your show just because Michael said that on stage? That's insane. Well, yeah. And uh, and, <laughs> and the whole thing. Insane. And and I've been trying to be, and if, you, if you've listened to this show for, for any length of time, you know what I'm trying to do is keep it – keep the, the rhetoric to a certain level where – uh, you know, you don't get demonetized on YouTube and you're allowed to promote your posts on, on Facebook. And this, this happened to us on Facebook last week and I decided to let it go, but I was doing my Christopher Walken impression. And the title of the, the Facebook video was, uh, president Chris Walken weighs in on the no co summit. It's good. Now it starts with president Christopher Walken. So I think, I think it's safe to say that this is a work of fiction and comedy <laughs> and comedy and but Facebook goes, Facebook goes, no, that's, that's political. That's political. You that's cannot a political ad. Yeah. Just, that's political. political. That's a political ad. No, it's not. So it's so, commentary. Exactly. It's It's obviously satire. However, obviously. they want to play that game. So we'll, we'll go another way. We'll go another way. So I'll, I'll, I'll continue to play by the rules. So while we well, we still have time, there's a couple things I still want to hit on. Mm -hmm. In uh, we had we got a, a great response to the Friday pole dance, and then last night I found this thing and I I put it on uh, the Facebook page, uh, glitter butts, and this is one of those classic, classic where some out some stupid magazine or or website you've never heard before in your life they go, oh, it's the hot new summer trend, and so you know. Say, they say they say glitter butts. It's the hot new summer, and then they added the word uh, festival, festival mm -hmm. trend. And I'm right. looking at this, and you guys, this is this is. I, I hope you're not driving, and if you are driving, uh, pull over because my disappointment uh, is immeasurable. My day has been ruined. Why? Like be, uh, the reaction to this is so like predictably just <laughs> bad. Like our well, fan like, base, we need we need a bigger fan base. You scroll down the comments. You scroll down the comments. It's like people are just. I I I couldn't believe it. We got thirty five. Well, like immediately, like boom, 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 boom. People are chiming in. Now these are attractive booties. Uh, they're covered True. in glitter, and it's it's fantastic looking. Now well, now some of them are very pretty, but it, there's a fundamental flaw in it, and it's the glitter. Glitter is the herpes of the craft world, and every woman knows this by the time she's five. And you sponge a glitter, and your mother gets so mad, and you're still vacuuming glitter out of the carpet ten years later. 
It's the objection to the glitter, not the pretty butts. I promise. And that's what, but that's what everybody's like saying. Like it's so, like people are like, like okay. hey, don't get that near my car. <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, You're not going home with me. We're gonna have to knock boots right here. <laughs> it, it's just. People are just like everyone's worried about getting glitter on their car. Everyone's, and then like try sitting on it, try sitting on that glue. To, it's just I, I saw the idea, that, the aesthetic, you guys. <laughs> like, the aesthetic I love how practical. I love how practical. I love how practical uh, everyone suddenly is. But, but, it's but, like, like if you're going to a festival and you want to look hot, hey. Put glitter, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's going to get in the car. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be this. It's going to taste bad." It's just some some worries about the nether regions. Should things go in a positive direction, which I think is a valid concern. (laughs) You're worried about a a glitter drift. Glitter drift, yeah. You're worried about drifting from the cheeks to a uh, a more sensitive region. Exactly. That would be very uncomfortable. (laughs) I did some concern about that, and I think that's a valid concern. Ah! What? No one. I think one person was like, "It looks great." <laughs> like, like I, it's just. I just find it comedic <laughs> that like everybody's worried about their car and their <laughs> carpet and and how you're gonna get that off. It's like I was just in Vegas and I was doing shows and they had that that big outdoor festival and the and the the, the costumes were fantastic. We're Did just you see glitter butts. No, I didn't. And that's that's why I was drawn to this little article. I'm like, wow, I'm surprised I didn't see any. I'm sure they were there, but I'm like the the level of costuming and and the thought that goes into what you know these kids uh, are wearing. I'm like, oh, that would be fantastic. And I guess I'm just I'm just naive. Where I'm like, that would be awesome. You're out and the and the lights are going and the music's thumping and you're out in the desert and it's just awesome. And then, ooh, you're half naked, but like, man, and the boom, 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 boom. The lights are shining and it's glitter, man. And like, all I can see is the positive. And and everyone on our Facebook page is like, that's gonna get all over the car. That's gonna be horrible. <laughs> Try sitting on that. That's gonna be bad. What if it gets in your JJ? That's gonna be horrible. It's gonna be horrible. Like you guys. Live in the moment a little bit, a, li- a little bit. But you know what? You're allowed to have your opinion, and I love that you love your cars, and I love that you're worried about your vacuum cleaners. And all. One dude said, one dude said that he's been doing it for years uh, with uh, with peanut butter and sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was like Jim Krause. That dude is always good funny. for Jim. Always funny. We've got a couple minutes left. Uh, I just wanted to talk about because you get so you, you put something on on the Facebook and you're like, oh boy, everybody's commenting on it, <laughs> and everybody's like, that's it's horrible, it's horrible, it's horrible, it's horrible. Okay, so here like, I is like the ones with the big bedazzles. That's not bad. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. there was yeah. They're, they're so intricate, and then and then some woman she's like, you know, try sitting on that glued on blah blah, and I'm like, yeah, that would be. Ho- Listen, no one's saying it's going to be comfortable. No one's. You're doing it for show. It's about the aesthetic. It's about the aesthetic. Okay, so um, tomorrow is uh, Father's Day. I'm probably going to run out and see The Incredibles. Uh, I loved the first one. I loved, loved, loved the first one. And Brad Bird is a fantastically talented 
writer, director. He's made a couple of my favorite movies. He did uh, The Iron Giant. If you've never seen The Iron Giant, you get you owe it to yourself to to get that and watch it. He did the first Incredibles. I'm 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 going in with a little bit of the trepidation into the second one because it looks like there is going to be some kind of message. But knowing Brad Bird's politics, I don't know. It looks like I don't know finding the balance between work and family and all that stuff. And Mrs. Incredible has to go do blah, blah, blah. But it's like when I see, you see the trailer, it's like, oh, Mr. Incredible has to take care of the family and he's not going to know how to do it. It just seems so like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? I know, but there hasn't been a lot of like outward praise from, you know, the typical purveyors on the left who love to politicize our entertainment you just you haven't seen like oh this is a wonderful expression of so i mean there might be some twist in it that we're just not aware of from the the premiere because i i I haven't seen i haven't seen a lot of big rounds of applause yeah i uh uh who's that girl uh tar heel crystal Crystal? Mm -hmm. yeah uh i guess she saw it she thought it was great Okay, well, that's good. So, like, in terms of reviews, I'll take Tar Heel Crystals. Yeah, there you go. Like, but if she would have come out, like, if seriously, if she would have been like, "Don't go," it's a political sledgehammer. I'm tired. I, 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 I'm begging everybody. I'm begging everybody. Don't make movies for political reasons. Don't make movies giant political. uh, It's like Ocean's Eight. Yeah, oh, I, I guess whining, I just, just like the girls from Ghostbusters 2 or whatever that was. Yeah. Stop doing that. Yeah. D- listen, and I would I would listen. I would seriously I would I would say this to, to Sandra Bullock. I would say this to the producers. I would say this to the studio people there. Is, you shouldn't have an expectation. Oh, uh, a movie came out. It seems like just a couple of years ago, like the first uh, there's there was like the last Oceans movie with the dudes. Uh, was just a couple years ago. You you can't immediately remake that with an all girl cast and go, ooh, this is going to be wonderful and different. It's it's like no, it, it seems it seems boring. It seems like you didn't try. It seems like you didn't have an original idea. Your original idea, and, and it wasn't even original. It's like okay, how do we do this with all girls? How do we do this with all girls? It's just it's, it's boring. There have been like. Great all female franchises, Laura Croft, that franchise. Um, you know, Charlie's Angels. I was a kid, right? Um, you want a great movie with with female leads? Let's look at Thelma and Louise. Let's look at um uh Steel Magnolias. I mean, it's not like if you and I mean I just come up with those sitting right here. You can go look yeah. and there's great entertainment that has been made with strong, positive female characters. Why in the world do you think you should take something that focused on men and redo it as women and people are automatically going to be, ooh, ah, that's so brave. I'm going to put down $12 to go see it. I'm not. It's, I already saw the dudes. And there's, and there's a lot of movies that you just don't need to remake at all. Mm-hmm. Like why do they – like Overboard. They just re- remade Overboard, why? which is a great movie with Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. But what they did is they flipped it. They flipped it. This time the guy's a pampered idiot and and the girl has to – it's like, God, That just doesn't geez. work. That changes the whole story. And this and this doesn't this it doesn't go to like men and women at all. Like I didn't like it when they remade Arthur. There's a movie you just don't remake. There's That's just you a movie – 
No. No, it just can. driving driving around the East Side Highway with a giant open b- bottle of booze. You just don't. You can't do it nowadays. Bad news bears. You can't remake it. Nope. You can't have you can't have the little league coach handing around open containers in a moving vehicle to eight year olds. <laughs> you just yeah, no, can't. That, that, that it's from you. a different time. Well, it's like okay. you couldn't. There's TV shows you couldn't make today. How would you oh reboot All in the Family? You I'm, wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Now, now, granted, sometimes it works. So you can see why that like like Battlestar Galactica when they but here's the deal. Here's the here's the big difference. Battlestar Galactica, like 1978, ABC, uh, the special effects were horrible. The special effects were so bad and they couldn't have them in the show and it affected the way they told the story. So Mm -hmm. if you've got like something with like bad special effects and you want to redo it now with, ooh, it's going to look spectacular. Like I loved uh, the the Sci-Fi Channel's remake uh, of Battlestar Galactica. It was amazing. Just Mm -hmm. great television. Just so uh, I dipped into uh, Lost in Space on Netflix for that very same reason. The first episode, they knocked it out of the park. That on TV was just so hokey. <laughs> oh, it was it was the worst. But now they're like they've they've reimagined it. They're taking a it's like real this mm-hmm. family, and they're going to go be part of a colony, and a bad thing happens. Uh, but boy, oh boy, they are now. Well, I, I just remember a bunch of water. So, they're the, treading water. It's like the, I'm on episode eight or nine, and man, they need to turn it around. They need to turn it around pretty quick because I'm. The, they're losing me. Doctor Smith is uh, Par- Parker Posey. She's great. I'm still waiting for uh, Stranger Things season three. I got to well, see if they can keep well. that going. Uh, we, we will see. We will see. So mm-hmm. that uh, that's the show for this week. I hope everybody has a great uh, Father's Day, which is just like an answer to Mother's Day. Mother's Day started as a protest. Women didn't want their kids going off to war. So it's it's the it's the original. Uh, it's the original Father's Day is like the original holiday of like if they get one we get one too. It's the I just think it's just a great excuse to grill a steak. Yes, and that's what I'll be doing. Okay, uh, so here's what everybody needs to do. We're gonna go on Reddit. Go on Reddit. This is what uh, the, I didn't realize how many conservatives were on Reddit. It's like I just jumped in. There's so many great discussions. Uh, and let's help. Let's let's spread the word about the Loftus party. People are like, "Ooh, how? What can I do? How can I promote?" Go on Reddit, join in some conversations, and when uh, applicable, let people know about what we're doing. And uh, that is how we will grow. I love you guys. Have a great rest of your weekend. I hope the week is going good. Uh, and I love you, glitter butts. Bye bye.